0: You're listening to The Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. The Laugh Button Podcast, it's happening right now, and it's also happening right now. My name's Mark Seaman. His is Matt Kleinschmidt. Together, we are thelaughbutton.com. It's a website you can attend for the latest news, reviews, interviews, and insight into the world The world... Of comedy I like how you called it attend Like we're, we're a school Well you do We're well, back you, to school this week So well, there you go Boom you, you attend the website You know I attended work today You visit a website I attended my, be- my bed last evening Before I went to sleep You know what Um, I can honestly say about our website What
1: about We're not involved with any sort of scandal About cheating Like Ashley Madison Hacks <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true um, we, yeah. we're, we're wholesome
1: And we're, family entertain- We do not promote cheating on uh, un- And promiscuity on our website No list of names of people who have <laughs> exactly. attended our website exactly. is going to get leaked Has onto the leaked internet. On the internet. Yeah, and if so, people will be like, "Who cares?" Yeah,
0: people be like, go, "Oh, Matt, you went to the website." <laughs> you read a comedy
1: website? Oh, Shane. Speaking of back to school, yes. I don't did know if did you this like happens? the movie.
0: Did you like the movie? I Fucking love the movie. Yeah,
1: if, yeah. Now, if you, um, if you're anything like me, uh-huh. your news feed gets invaded by children. Uh, one time every year. What websites are you back going to, school? to? I'm sorry, yes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just talking about craziness like this. No, no, no. My news feed, every, uh, every year when it's time for back to school, it's just pictures of kids waiting for the bus. Some of them looking depressed as shit. Yeah, really and some sad. some of them looking very happy. But it happens in my newsfeed once a year, and it happened to me this year.
0: Okay. Do mean, you, this you, week. Do you think kids can just be homeschooled at this point? I mean, everything's available You the know, internet. There's
1: arguments for and against that. I don't think... Do uh, we I, need schools anymore? Well, I mean... I don't know. Is it more the social, like you, you? Well, that's true. You need to teach your teacher kid how to be uh, social. Yeah. Big. Like not awkward and shit Sure um, But I will say this I was watching a segment On today's show the other day About like the high tech ways They're keeping kids safe In schools And it's sad That you need to do that
0: The high tech yeah, way Yeah
1: like b- Between like you know Bulletproof doors And stuff like that we preventing school shootings It's crazy That is
0: crazy The only safety We were taught in school Is uh, if a tornado comes you, you, you put your head down Which by That's the way That's li-
1: literally it Dude they taught our parents that when
0: a nuclear explosion <laughs> happened, not hide right. under their desk. But uh, but I <laughs> that get... is n- helping no <laughs> one. <laughs> but I but I get that because it's like, yeah, just whatever, go under the desk. Yeah, just like, Go under the desk. I don't, th- yeah. There's not bulletproof doors. No. not like no. But it's unfortunate that, that that's
1: that's what that's the environment where we uh, we have to send kids to school. In these oh, areas. rough, man. And, yeah. Do you imagine going fun. to school these days? No, not at all. Not at all I couldn't Clear backpacks Or no backpacks so you, Yeah or no s- backpacks So no one's hiding A gat in their in their. I said gat I went 95 <laughs> on their ass. So no one's hiding A gun in their backpack I don't it, know
0: It's almost like I haven't heard that word In so long I honestly thought You mispronounced A different word
1: No I didn't I was <laughs> channeling Some NWA And some Biggie Smalls Did you see Straight of Compton I did not see
0: Straight of Compton It's really really but good But I heard it's hilarious It's really long too By the way I away. heard it's hilarious Oh I, I went to the US Open And, yeah. uh, and the lead the it's hilarious The the US Open is hysterical It's hysterical Uh, But no One of the I I was crashing at this bar At at Arthur Ashe Stadium Because the lead singer Of my band Just happened to be bartending So I was I was hanging out there And and this was on club level So like All the celebrities Were like coming through So like Shooter McGavin I met Shooter (laughs) Shooter He was in line And (laughs) it's like Shooter You know Didn't do that But um. (laughs) You see all these people come through, yeah, and yeah. one of the guys from uh, uh, Straight Out Compton, one of the actors, okay. came by and asked. Was everybody, it Ice Cube's son? I, you know, I can't I'll have to look it up, but okay. it, it, everybody went bananas, man. Everyone went bananas for that guy. Yeah. He was so nice, too. He was like yeah. high-fiving everybody. I heard his
1: stand-up is hilarious.
0: <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> um, all right, so this is the Laugh Button Podcast. Yes, it, it is. We, we have a guest t- today. Uh, I mean we have do we? guests all the time We do
1: I was going to say How is that any different
0: <laughs> This guy uh, I'm going to surprise you with this one uh, This guy uh, Musician Comedian Actor Writer This guy sort of does it all Are you describing yourself No uh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, you have to leave out comedian I think I might have mentioned that all right. But uh, anyway And he uses the word explosion a lot uh, can you? Did I give you enough information? Can you guess our, our guest on the podcast? I know the
1: answer, that's unfair,
0: Mark Oh, you do know the answer? Yeah Who is it? Isn't it the Zog? Nope It's not the Zog? Not the Zog, Zog will be on a future podcast Oh,
1: I thought it was the Zog nope.
0: No, we got uh, <laughs> someone who uses the word explosion a lot Plays a lot of music uh, Might tell you a secret or two in the bathroom are we talking about Dave Hill? We are, Dave Hill. Who's so. got a new
1: record coming out, too. Yeah, he's and got I'm a talking. new
0: everything. He's got new everything coming out. Yeah, he's got a new day tomorrow to attend. A new so, day? I yeah. have a new day tomorrow. tomorrow. You have a tomorrow. new day coming out tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so. <laughs> that grind of getting up and attending days. So if you don't know who Dave Hill is, you're about to find out. Um, I will. How, did, how, how would you describe Dave? Dave in an interview is very, m- I want to say monotone, but he's very relaxing. Dave is Very hilarious. Relaxing.
1: Dave's writing styles are one of the first comedic writing. It's one of the first comedic newsletters I signed up for. Okay. Well, I, I'll, 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 I'll go into way back machine and I'll and I'll warp back to like when I first started working in this in this biz. Okay. I was promoting records, and Dave was had a band called Uptown Sinclair, mm-hmm. which is a play on Upton Sinclair. who wrote the Jungle, which is all about. You know, unions and all that type of stuff. Anyway, meatpacking, I think, a district when unions. Anyway, um, it was just funny as shit, some of the stuff he was writing. And I subscribed to the Uptown Sinclair newsletter, and then he just started releasing, like, I guess it was like on a weekly basis, like just random writings. And I just thought that shit was just so funny, witty, and clever. I'm like, this guy should be a comedian. Fast forward, like, oh, yeah,
0: he is a comedian. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And you know where he's from? New York. If I'm I don't mistaken. have to tell Kurt. you. It's definitely not New York. He's a New Yorker. As long as I've known him, he's been in New York. Cleveland, Ohio, baby. Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I feel like the the, the the cards are stacked against me.
0: They are. You know the source of everything is in Ohio. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Is it the nexus of the
1: universe? It's, it's is like, it
0: first and first? That's Yes, that's where the <laughs> hole in the ground is that all of the people come the, out of, and the, then they and then they migrate away. You have to get away I, listen, from the hole.
1: It's not a hole where
0: people come out of. It's a sinkhole where life goes into <laughs> and never returns. So let's this is be true. honest here. All right, so let's get to some news, Matt yeah. Kleinschmidt. Uh, the laughbutton.com Again go there For all of our latest We've uh, had a bunch Of features recently Some really yeah. great features Did an interview With Steve Ranazizi Who plays Kevin On The League Returning this week Yes And he's got a brand new uh, Comedy Central special As well called Breaking Dad Premiering at the end Of the month Yep September Yep can look it up This is uh, September it is? I said it's end a- of
1: the month. I'm correct.
0: I'm factually correct on that. Well, the end of the month would technically be September 31st, or there are only 30 days in September. I don't even know. But anyway, a new Comedy Central special <laughs> coming out from Steve Ranazizi <laughs> called Breaking Dad. What? I don't know. You want a fist fight? Is that what <laughs> we're doing? not at all. <laughs> <laughs> we like comedy. We're not fighters. This is an MMA podcast. Well, that's why we we are fans of comedy, because we we're don't not, know how to fight. We're fans. not Louis J. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this this Love just you, Lewis. this just in recently as well. Steve's going to be part of New Girl. I don't know if you watch the show New Girl, yeah, but Ranzizi going to be a uh, he's going to have heavy involvement oh. with the new season. Is coming he going? What,
1: what I here can I predict what I think he's going to do in New Girl? Uh-huh. Remember how Adam Powley was on New Girl? Mm-hmm. They're just going to replace him with Steve Ranzizi <laughs> and not explain how like he, what happened, how he became a taller ginger dude. <laughs> They're gonna do kind of like what they did with like the uh, Dick York and Dick Sargent on uh, Bewitched. Oh uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, or I Dream of Jeannie. As a kid, a I was bewitch, just like, bewitched. he looks different this he time. Looks different My dad's cry. like, Don't or, worry uh, about. or 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 Aunt Vivian from The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Aunt Viv. Well, uh, Azizi's character, he's gonna be a um, an old college frenemy of. Uh, Jake Johnson's character okay. and and uh, Max Greenwald's character. Oh, we're talking about Greenfield New Girl. I was thinking
1: of that. the Mindy Project. Why well, was I thinking of the Mindy
0: Project? That went to Hulu, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, a couple other interviews did By put the way, with I Love uh, New Girl. I love that show. Love it. It's amazing.
1: It wasn't great the first couple episodes or season, but once they started making it not about Zoe Deschanel, mm-hmm. more about the
0: ensemble, awesome. Specifically, Jake Johnson.
1: Oh yeah, and Max Greenfield. Yeah, Schmidt's great Schmidt too. And Jake Johnson, but just Jake is money, yeah, man. He's ridiculous. He's so good. He's ridiculous. You know
0: where he's from. I want to say Cleveland, Ohio. Nope, Chicago. All right, ah, so, so <laughs> <laughs> I also did a feature on this new uh, horror comedy movie uh, that's available now on demand in select theaters called Blood Sucking Bastards. Yes. And I learned a lot about this because some of the names of the people behind this movie I had, I had heard uh, as individuals but really didn't put two and two together uh, until I did this feature. And the, the comedy troupe Dr. God, it's an L.A.-based uh, comedy troupe, been doing improv forever, um, have s- sort of struck gold in their individual careers, and then collectively they do things like this. So they put out this horror comedy called Bloodsucking Bastards. Very funny. Uh, I'll send you the link. If you is, want it to like,
1: it. is it like Shaun of the Dead funny, but with vampires instead of zombies? Ooh,
0: that's a good... I've, what do you think the new... I can't Mon- say it, Shaun of the Dead, that level because that's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, but by, it's definitely close. By the it's way, really good, yeah. great feature.
1: Um, this frame is a painting, if I'm not mistaken. There's a there's a there's a feature called this frame is every frame is a painting, something like that. Um, that breaks down directors, and they just recently covered one about comedy okay. and how like modern comedies are all based on on language and are all based on text and are all based on dialogue, as opposed to like. Edgar Wright, who directed *Shaun of the Dead* and all those in those trilogies, about how much he uses editing and angles and all that type of Mm -hmm. stuff to actually make comedy funnier. Great, great feature. Cool. Great, great, like quick six-second clip about like the genius that is Edgar Wright. And after watching it, I'm like, oh my god! Like I didn't even realize it, but it's so correct and his distinct style that it kind of makes me like sad again that he didn't direct *Ant-Man*.
0: Yeah I mean Edgar's the best Scott yeah. Pilgrim Forget about it one, Scott of the, Pilgrim. one of the best things ever
1: Such an underrated movie Like yep. when it came out so The good. hype for that was huge Didn't do well in the box office But mm. god damn That is a funny movie It's not only funny But it just looks
2: So it, it's, cool It's man. so
1: unique yeah. It's so interesting And I wish that movie Well that movie Actually I feel like it's It found an audience After the fact Right Because there are definitely People that rave about that movie now But like At the time It was a, definitely a, a large commercial flop Which is unfortunate Because the movie's the shit Yeah yeah. Agreed
0: uh, Liza Schlesinger She's going to be on Tour all fall For yeah, her uh, freezing I guess this is Sort of added on To, to her She's on the road All the time anyway yeah, 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 exactly. But this is uh, Technically the freezing Hot tour 2015 uh, It's taking place In the fall It's actually It actually just began And uh, she hits Philly, Toronto Boston, Denver But you can go to the site For all the dates and, A lot and, of great uh, comedy She's part right of the now. New York Comedy Festival So yeah. she'll be She'll I mean, be here dude, for that
1: Comedy is Touring like a mofo right now it you know, is. You got Liza touring, yeah. Loose blacks on the road, yep. which we're giving away tickets via our socials, so follow us on the socials. Uh Oddball. oddball, oddball right? Oddball's out and about. I was at Oddball this past weekend. Mm. Saw Kevin it. Hart is on tour. Fifteen thousand people showed up at a shack in central that's what they're called, the venue. They're like the amphitheater slash lawn. Sure. Which Jeff Ross called handjob hill when he was when he was doing dude, That's hilarious. Um but yeah, fifteen thousand people showed up to see comedy, and I was just like, Oh my god, this is great. I was talking to somebody else who was there that I know, and he said, I've been to many shows this summer that weren't nearly as full as this for rock bands. So I was like, Oh shit. So wow. like, comedy's having a nice touring renaissance right now, dude.
0: Well, you got Amy Schumer, you got Aziz and Zari, just uh on oh, oddball. Yeah. yeah, that's just the top of the billing for that tour. Oh yeah, dude, so. that
1: was that was a murderer's row. It was Jim Norton, it was Michael Che, it was Nick Kroll, right? It was uh, Jay Farrow, Big Jay Okerson hosted the side stage, it was incredible. Is Soder on it too? Or Soder's just done dates. dates. Yeah. Uh, Mark Norman's done dates selectively too, but also, like, depending on where you're at, you also hit like you know, Tim Minchin's doing some dates, and I want to say that uh, TJ Miller's done some dates mm-hmm. too. And there's also rumor that, Sh- that Chappelle's going to show up on a few, few. Chappelle can't get rid of that oddball, not stigma, but like he's become synonymous with that tour,
0: yeah. He's got to make it, you know, maybe it's. In Hartford again I don't know Alright uh, Also available The trailer for Black Jesus season 2 Come back to that, Adult Swim Now have you watched Black Jesus? I've watched a couple episodes Okay So I have a lot of Catching up to do on it uh, But I will say this When I when I read the premise and, and started watching I got really frustrated Because it's one of those Things where like Years ago I was having a conversation With n- my now wife About it would be A really funny show If like Jesus came back As like a black guy And we just put him In society And then he deals With the consequences Yeah and then. So you're saying Aaron Magruder stole your idea for Black <laughs> Jesus? Is I what can't you're say he stole it because I'm pretty <laughs> sure a million people thought of it. <laughs> okay. But I was just I wondering where say, we. I just didn't know if we had to file a like, lawsuit. No, no. after this. But article. I will say it's one of those things where it's like, damn it. You know? Like, <laughs> why didn't I put all my money on that idea? Well,
1: it's the brainchild of Aaron Magruder who boondocks. Incredible. Great show. Incredible. Mm-hmm. By the way, Google search Aaron Magruder. Like, I'll I'll, I'll wait, podcast listeners. Okay, look at Aaron Magruder. That dude looks like he's 14. Yeah. He's like yeah. 45. Like, like the time has been an awesome thing for Aaron Magruder. That guy doesn't look a day over 14, 15. Yeah, he's doing all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing all right in the successful shows. He's doing all right in the looks department. Go for, good for him, Mayor Magruder. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So Black Jesus is an incredible show. It's basically everyone from the Boondocks, right? Just doing live action version of like it's, it's so funny some of that premise you just described. So funny. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, uh, this was really cool, and uh, we were happy to share this as well. Uh, one of our uh, good friends here at the Laugh Button, Mindy Tucker. Oh yeah, she's uh, awesome. a hell of a photographer, by the way.
1: Shoots all the comedy in the, on the East Coast of mm-hmm. New York. Like, all of it. Like, I guarantee you, if there's a comedian that's coming out of New York who you see a headshot for or a picture of them standing in the
0: street, right? guarantee you it's a Minnie Tucker photo. I agree. <laughs> I agree. In fact, there, there were a lot of photos when I was looking through this, this year in comedy 2015 photo mm-hmm. uh, collection she just uh, put out. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's a Mindy Tucker photo. You know, yeah, Maybe yeah. I saw it a little bit earlier this year, and it's like, of she course it Southwest, is. She was South
1: Southwest Southwest. She shot Southwest, Everywhere. In Southwest, Southwest Southwest. She's awesome.
0: So if you want to see that collection, go to yeah. our site, and we this direct you to fourth, it. This is her
1: fourth, fifth year that she's done it. She basically te- documents a year in comedy, um, and she's done it for the last four years. 2012, I think. She started 2012, 13, 14, and 15. And just basically like, she's basically like, photos of the creek in a cave, photos yep. from Whiplash, photos from by Southwest all these random New York City Beacon shows Beacon Theater for uh, yeah, Patrice the O'Neill O'Neil benefit, O'Neil benefit. Yeah. yeah so she's all over the place everyone knows her she's great uh, I and would, she's awesome too. She's, to awesome, she's with, an yeah. awesome person, and yep. she takes awesome photos. So, yep. yeah, she put that up. That's awesome and running. And I'm sure there's comedians out there that are counting the number of times we showed up in her photos. She took my picture at South by Southwest. It didn't end up in the collage. I got to say. Granted, I'm not a comedian. Yeah. And I just probably stood there and looked like a total doofus.
0: Wait, but, not even the background of? of yeah, like of I'm them. not in the back. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. you can Photoshop you. I know. That's Photoshop what I'm to do. 7. I think I'm
1: gonna go Photoshop myself in back behind like Sinbad at South by or something.
0: All right, Matt, here's one you put up. Uh, I I can't remember. I, I, maybe I took the day off work that day. But uh, Kate Blanchett set to uh, portray Lucille Ball, right? Yeah, dude. In the Aaron Sorkin written biopic. That's N- that's pretty much all the news, dude. That's how that works. All on that story, at least. Oh yeah, that's it. Okay, so Kate Blanchett for me personally, <laughs> favorite actress working today. Oh really? Love Kate Blanchett. Uh, I think she can do no wrong. I think she's really strong. And uh, has great range and just—I think she's awesome. Like, so what do you think about her for Lucille Ball? Then? Perfect. I mean, it's she's gonna nail it. I'm not even worried yeah. about it. And, uh, it, but it made me think of a, of a bigger thing. Like now that we have Mike Epps is gonna be playing Richard Pryor. Yeah. We got uh, Blanchett as Lucille Ball. Would you have preferred a comedian to do it, or or do you no. think someone like a, a seasoned no, I think, veteran? I think
1: actors need to do do that stuff. And here's why: comedians have timing and Stuff on stage when they're telling jokes, but the reality situation is that's all something that can be fixed in editing and with a little bit of acting. You don't need to be a good comedian to be to star as a comedian in a biopic. I think the reason those, I think you need to be a good actor to help do do it justice because comedy, uh, you know, you can fake the stand up stuff. We're not talking about being a real comic, we're talking about. Faking a couple of minutes of some some material that you have the rehearse and you can get the right. mechanisms down. It's like memorizing lines. Yeah, it's a one hundred percent memorizing lines thing. So I think, I, so I think to do these characters justice, actors are better. Granted, there's exceptions to the rule. Jamie Foxx, who has a comedic background, terrific in Ray. Right. You know, but at the same time, uh, I don't know if uh, you know. For a while, there was there was talk about a comic doing Sam Kinison. Right. Now that that role eventually went to Josh Gad. Yeah, Gad. But I think that's actually a good thing because I think Gad's a good actor. He's a comedic actor, but he's a good actor too. He'll so. get the
0: sensibilities down. All right. So I'm gonna throw yeah. I'm gonna throw out some comedy legends to you. Okay. Who would
1: perform as them?
0: Uh, yeah. Who would okay. perform as them? So I say, uh, you know, we'll start with people that have passed away. So I'll say George Carlin. That's who, a tough one. Who could fill the shoes of George Carlin? Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Cranston. Yeah, it's George Carlin. I could see that. Yeah That's man. a good call. All right. What uh, I say? Lenny Bruce.
1: Well, Dustin Hoffman already did him in the movie. Yeah. So let's go Dustin Hoffman.
0: Okay. Dustin yeah, Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dustin's older. Let's say a newer one comes out now. A
1: new so. Lenny Bruce. That's a tough one. What about Jake Johnson? <laughs>
0: From Can, New Girl. Jake Johnson should just be <laughs> Lucille Ball. Like, come you on, go. the guy's the guy's that. amazing. Yeah, all right, yeah, uh, yeah. let's see. Uh, prior, we already got with Mike Epps.
1: But now here's the thing:
0: yeah. the the Richard Pryor role was
1: a highly coveted role. Sure, Every, I mean, who Eddie doesn't Murphy. Want that Eddie role? Murphy wanted to do it when Eddie Murphy was younger, mm-hmm. when they were first talking about getting the buy pick up decades ago. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to do it at first, and then there was a Marlon Wayans screen test that leaked about prior. right? Where. He was good in it But like I didn't know what the fuck Was going on And then he's acting He's he talking He just said to, fuck a
0: bunch yeah, I remember he that He said
1: fuck And he's talking to a therapist the next thing you know He's on stage crying Like I just did I didn't understand I didn't I don't know if I didn't See all the the footage or what Right But I didn't have the whole preface Of what The premise of what that clip was and Then There was also Nick Cannon was talking yeah. Was talked about Like to the point where He picked up a smoking habit And grew his hair out Because he was trying To get that prior role Pick
0: up a smoking habit You don't have to actually smoke Well
1: didn't James Franco When he was portrayed James Dean, like pick up like a two pack a day smoking habit oh, when he's doing crazy. a TV movie of James Dean too.
0: So all right, a couple quick, a uh, couple more quick names. Let's go, uh, Joan Rivers. Ah, uh, I knew you're going to go Joan Rivers. I don't know, Ooh. Amy Schumer. You think Amy Schumer could pull off? Uh, she's Joan funny, Rivers?
1: but Trainwreck also proved that she kind of can act. Yeah, she yeah. can write a screenplay. I don't know who else. Like Kathy Griffin's not going to play Joan Rivers. No, Margaret not. Cho is who's a Joan Rivers disciple. She's not going right. to play Joan Rivers. Right. Who's going to who else who who do we think we think in uh
0: that's why I think you got to go to like the method actors you well, know what I mean I
1: mean oh like uh, Daniel
0: Day-Lewis who would Daniel Day-Lewis play he could play anybody yeah but who the answer he? is anybody well, what comic <laughs> would he do like Daniel when, Day-Lewis would have to do like a Jerry Seinfeld what or, about or like, like Bob a, Newhart. He could do a Bob Newhart. I don't think. Oh, man. Daniel, Daniel Day-Lewis Lewis is Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart. <laughs> Let's Biopic. cast this bitch. Let's cast it. <laughs> All right. Well, there's plenty of, uh, I, I don't know. It's just fun to do that every once in a while because you, you wonder if, if they end up choosing somebody that has been influenced by, or at least, uh, uh, Took a piece of whatever that legend or person that uh, has the biopic. Uh, see if th- that exists in the person that's doing the acting. But it's amazing, amazing yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah, so. I
1: think it's I think it's great, and I love the idea of these these comics kind of getting their due. I mean, like you know, do you think there's too many biopics going on right now?
0: You know, I I
1: thought they were getting a little saturated at the time when Ray came out, and then it was Johnny Cash one, and then a couple of them. But every once in a while, there's a there's a there's a spring like Gary Busey as Buddy Holly, like a couple of those guys get nominated for a Awards. Busey Remember that buddy. he did? Of course, he did I do. <laughs> Um. I don't think there's too many. I also think that when done right, they're really good. Like the James Brown biopic, I thought it was great. I don't think anyone saw it, but I thought it was a great biopic. Also, at the same time, though, a lot of these stories are the same, though, too. It's, you know, kid from the wrong side of tracks makes good. So, like, you do need to kind of, I don't know about select the, the proper backstory, but some of these backstories are very similar, too. So you need to do something that kind of differentiates them as well. All right, Matt, who do you want to be you in a biopic? Andre 3000. Yeah He did Jimi Hendrix justice He can do Matt Khonsai <laughs> <Jesus>. justice
0: Jesus Okay <laughs> Right. I was too fast to answer that Wasn't I <laughs> You've been waiting for someone To ask you yeah, that dude, question For like 30, the last five years Yeah totally Alright uh, Live event we got to attend it Happened in New York City Down at the South Street Seaport In celebration of the 100th episode Of Impractical Jokers uh, Sort of the mainstay Or the staple show For True TV right now mm-hmm. And ultimately what happened Is these guys did a live punish, punishment show And they had to walk a line uh Ty-rope. Yeah tightrope, uh, High wire Whatever you want to call it it, and uh, that in itself is like, okay, that's crazy, mm-hmm. but you know, these guys are up for doing that, and then I, then I realized, realistically thought, like, how far are these guys really going to get, it but you know ha- what? One out of four made, yeah, dude, Q made all it all the way.
1: Q made it across. He was Pretty the last sweet. one. He made it all the way across.
0: They are about, what, six
1: stories up, and the line was maybe 15, 20 feet?
0: Yeah, I... I yeah. See, thinking back, I don't think six. I would say like four, maybe.
1: Okay, maybe the line was more than fifteen because they were all walking about ten. Now that was less than halfway, so I'd say the line's thirty feet. Okay, they're about okay four stories up there. Whatever, four Two, or six still, doesn't matter. One is one <laughs> is too much for yeah. some people. Um, but yeah, you know, like the Bets were being made and Packed I actually, crowd, packed, man packed. It was awesome well, I actually just also uh, read that It pulled in something like 3.7 million viewers Wow for that, Which is really good for Caleb That's Hall. huge Because
0: yeah, you Caleb. know what Colbert pulled in for his uh, Debut uh, no, episode but I, heard it was, I heard it was double What, what Fallon 6. did 6.55 There you go, there you go. So, so the fact that The Impractical Jokers mm-hmm. Who are obviously not on CBS Or yeah. on True TV Three three and change is huge. It's almost four. It's 3.7. That's so, huge. Yeah, it's very big. So congrats to them. And, and uh,
1: It was a fun night being down there in the was It was a fun night. It was a little bit hot, but I mean, listen, you can't control the weather, but like, it was a cool night down on the seaport, and everyone's hanging out. The, the the signage was all very cool, and they had yep. like, a little area that had artists-inspired work from the Impractical Jokers and stuff. It was, it was a good time and good vibes. It was a live show. Yep. I was texting with my fiance as I was watching it about how it looked, and she's like, oh, it looks like it's massive down there. And obviously everything looks bigger on television, but right. like, good crowd. Howie Mandel hosted it. Sure, tons of streets My money off. was on Joe. Okay
0: Because I thought he'd go the furthest and I thought Murr was going to do it See
1: Murr had that fear of heights I, I know he I does
0: But but I think that would make him scamper across And he's, he's also the smallest lighter and lightest He's latest. also smaller and lighter yeah. So
1: yeah maybe I didn't think Sal had it in him But I, my money was on Joe But Q ended up making it across Q
0: made it man Q It was, it was was, it was, And it and he went last So it was very climactic And yeah. it was very cool
1: What I don't know is they, they went a little bit over live time They went like <laughs> 10 minutes over So I wonder if like TiVo's
0: cut out Before someone got to see Q Oh the man lock. yeah Yeah
1: dude I wonder if that happened
0: Happen. Oh yeah, the old uh, the set it for an extra five ten minutes the old long. DDR cut off. Yeah, I used to get burned by that with sporting events. You know, yeah, games always go so. over, and it's like, oh shit, the yeah, end of I the game. I would imagine so. Uh, anyway, it was a lot of fun, and congratulations, to The Impractical Jokers, uh, for their 100th episode. And and seriously, if you, I, I will it's say show. this, it is a great show. And get we, them on the podcast, by the way. Yes, and here in New York City, we know how big that show is, and if you. Didn't know how big that show is. Hopefully, you got that message when that live live episode yeah, you know man. premiered. I mean, there are people with I saw tattoos. I saw, I saw people, people with, with face like masks. masks and and stuff. Like all, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a party. It was a good time. All right, Matt. I think it's about time we get to Dave Hill here on the podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. Again, all the other news, reviews, other features we've uh, written, uh, trailers. You can find all that stuff yeah. at the laughbutton.com. So Congrats, just head over Stephen
1: there. Stephen Colbert. Yes, he's. Uh, it's official. Congrats on Steve Run as easy in the return
0: of the league. Any other Steves? Steve. Uh, Steve Martin. Happy Steve seven. Happy belated seventieth. Steve
1: Smith, <laughs> my neighbor from down the street. Congrats
0: yeah. To you for being you. Wide receiver, Steve Smith. Sure. Junior or senior? It's. Uh, I think he's a senior. You think he's a senior? Yeah. Sorry, sorry to hear that, but I don't know what that means. Yeah. All right. So here's Dave Hill. <laughs>
2: my domestic life you're witnessing
0: this is true that that right there is the voice of dave hill uh, yes and we were we're actually in his apartment right now and uh it's interesting it's like when you go to a a, a new species environment you're, n- you're not sure what to expect you know what yeah I mean? um you are your own species i believe dave hill is Me that personally? fair to say or, or every human i i think but i mean it could be every human if you want to You know, humans are like snowflakes, I guess, if we're going to make that analogy. But I do think that you in particular, Dave Hill, you uh, are your own species. And um, Thank you. I think. And I think if there were one word to describe you, just just in general, it would be explosion. Oh, yes. Is that fair? Is that fair to say, Dave Hill? Yeah, I mean. And uh, let's also welcome uh, Lucy to
2: the podcast. Lucy, who I keep. Putting away and letting back out.
0: What's up, Lucy? I think Lucy's confused now because we're talking into things. She's like, what is that? Yeah. She's
2: like, how can I fuck up this situation?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Dave, yeah, the Dave Hill explosion. So explosion is, when did you first decide that that was a term that you'd be using on the regular? Like, and why explosion? Like, because there are explosions. There's explosions in the commercials for your new album. Oh, yeah. There's explosions in the titles of things you do. There are Mm -hmm. explosions every day. We just don't witness them necessarily. Um, But you are a human explosion. Is that what you're trying to explain to everyone?
2: Well, I think I just started using it as a a sort of a catch all of different things that I do. But also because I'm, you know, I'm told anyway, soft spoken. So I thought it was just funny to say explosion when i'm i'm not very uh you know loud
0: i think that's a good fit and i also think that's it's a good way to look at your comedy that you make dave because every time people will ask me like like i can't figure it out i'm like i think that's kind of the point about my comedy yeah that's the point but also That's
2: that's the problem
0: but but as long as you're laughing, that's all that matters, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, hopefully, um, it seems like people laugh. But yeah, there seems to be a lot of not figuring it out also. Um,
0: well, I think there are too many people trying to figure everything out, right? Yeah. I think you should just sit back and absorb what's coming your way.
2: But some someone said something to me recently, This a young fella, some young fella, <laughs> a, a week or two ago, I did a show. And he was like, oh, man, when I was growing up, I used to watch you on uh, your show, King of Miami, which was just eight years ago. And I was like, what are you talking <laughs> about growing up like that was eight, eight years ago? It's not that long ago. Like he made it sound like it was like I was on the Andy Griffith show or something. And I was like and he's like, well, I was a teenager or wasn't. No, he's probably older because then he was like, "Well, I was just I was younger and I was just starting comedy." And this is this is all my insecurities coming out. But I was like, "Yeah, I was just starting comedy when I did that show. Like, I've only been doing comedy 10 years and that show was 8 years ago." So anyway, my insecurities I started yelling at him. But I, oh, th- this is why I bring this up. Were you like, "Don't make me explode." I did. I was like, "Hey, Don't. buddy. I'm fucking flip out." No, um <laughs> Oh, I know what he said. He said a very nice thing after I yelled at him. He was like, uh, he's like, I was watching that show and I couldn't figure it out what you were doing. He's like, I was laughing and I couldn't figure out just what you're saying. He's like, I couldn't figure out what you were doing. And I realized like you had discovered like some new form of comedy i had didn't (laughs) hadn't seen before like you'd figure out a new way to make people laugh that i didn't know what was going on but i was laughing and i was like oh man that's really nice to hear
0: um is that the goal is that one of your goals to try to find a way to make somebody laugh in a way that hasn't been done before not
2: really i mean i'm just having fun really and just being myself but um The only thing I would say is that, that like, being, like, you know, a middle-class white guy, I don't, you know, the comedy in the world in general is lousy with, uh, you know, white guys. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, the only thing I've ever been conscious of is just, like, I don't see any point in doing what what other people are doing because I'm, you know... I'm just like, well, I'm not going to talk about dating and this and that, you know, because there's so many. Everyone's got that covered, you know, if there's like 50 flavors of chocolate ice cream for sale, I'm not going to make chocolate ice cream. You know, I don't know if that's an analogy that makes any sense. It totally makes sense. But I just kind of do like I'm not like trying to be I'm just doing what comes naturally. Right. You're not trying to make the 51st flavor. Right. But I'm but. I guess I don't see any point in in t- doing what anyone else is doing because why, why bother, you know? Just, like, I, there's other things I could be doing and there's other things people can be watching or listening to, you know? So I don't... You know, in terms of comedy, I feel that way. When you look at what I do musically, you know, I'm kind of more coming at it just so strictly from a fan perspective. And the music I make is probably way more just conventional a a mix of what i like in music i think music is a different thing for me where it's just a a, what i'm into of what i'm a fan of whereas um comedy i don't think like of in terms of what i'm a fan of i don't like look to other comedians and be like oh i want to do something like this and that i don't think that way at all i just kind of do what comes out
0: congratulations the new album from dave hill called let me turn you on thank you on a very fine album that's very entertaining thank you and uh very eclectic not only we do we get uh your comedy side we get your music side and a uh guitar yeah a little guitar action there and uh we get stories and Some anecdotes stories and we get a sweet ass album cover. Let's just start yeah, there. Let's that's start the on, best part. Let's arguably. work on the out, outside in. Let's do that. So, who did this album cover for you? Danny
2: Hellman, one of my okay. favorite artists of all time. Um, he, uh, yeah, Danny Hellman, I, I always loved his artwork because that was like my, my first love was drawing and stuff. And I wanted to be an illustrator. And then um, I got sidetracked with you know, rocking and whatnot, but, um, you know, just rocking, rocking. And then, but Danny was like, you know, he used to do stuff for New York press and he used to do covers for screw magazine. The old, that Al Goldstein vehicle. Um, and that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, I, and like, even when, you know, I would see his covers for screw, you know, which was like a class of, yeah, it was porn, it was class fights for swingers and whatnot, and hookers and things. And, but you'd see these covers and you'd be like, that's, a, that guy's a real artist. And th- that's the thing, like in the, you know, in the early 90s and stuff, um, you know, a lot of artists and stuff would get work from Screw. So they actually had like some interesting artists, you know, in the way that like so many people, like Rob Zombie, And Sean from White Zombie, they both like were like, did layout for like Jugs magazine and illustrations and things. So it's like very common uh, for artists to do work for these kind of publications. And anyway, so I would see Danny's covers, you know, when I was uh, like in college and stuff. And um, I always loved his stuff. And then, and then, uh, and then I actually ordered some of his some prints of his artwork and that's how we kind of you know got in touch and then we became friends and so he's done he did the live the poster for the live recording what you know what ended up on the album and he's done two t-shirts for my wfmu show and did the album artwork which you know i just sent him the album and was like just do whatever you want and i've never given him any direction ever
0: i was gonna ask you if there was if it no was.
2: he's just so awesome i mean he's uh just a his ideas are great and his art you know he's a master you know technician draftsman or whatever and um so he's awesome what we're gonna do actually a line of t-shirts that of, I don't know if you love the erotic short stories mm-hmm. that are on the album. We're going to do, he's going to illustrate them
0: a t-shirt for each story.
2: We're going to do a couple and okay. see how it goes. <laughs> see if there's interest. Mm. I mean, I would think that,
0: do you know which would, one you're going to go with first? What's a good test? I think, think we're going
2: to do the one about the bone zone. Okay. They're both on the album, the t-shirt that we're going to do. We're going to do the bone zone and we're going to do, the thing about the farm boy. Okay. We're going to do those too. And um, I've seen like sketches and they look fucking great. So hopefully, well, I mean, unless people are crazy.
0: No, what are you going to do if, if, I am?
2: if those shirts
0: outsell your album?
2: You know, profit's profit. I don't care really. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I mean, I. Uh, I don't really care, you know. I mean, like, obviously, I want people to buy the album, yeah. But in terms of like, for me, the well, now I'm thinking in terms of the record label. Obviously, I want the album to do well for the record label. A special thing records, A just wonderful to, label. Yeah, wonderful they are. Fans, they are awesome. Ryan and Matt, and um, so I I want the record to sell gangbusters for them. But in terms, you know, for me, like, oh, that fucking dog. Shut up, you can get that ball yourself. <laughs> anyway, um but for me, I don't know. I just like doing stuff and I mean I I've said this before in important quotations historically, <laughs> but um I just always look at every whatever I do is like uh like baking brownies or something or making spaghetti. You just do it. And, like, I, I'll have fun making it, you know? Right. And then I set it out.
0: If people f- want to eat it.
2: That's cool if they want to eat it. And if they don't, well, I love brownies and I love spaghetti, so I'm fine, you know?
0: <laughs> I'll eat it. Well, Dave, I want to I want to talk to you about a song in particular, then, if we can. And this is the song okay. that got snatched up for last week tonight with John oh, and nice Oliver. Oh, nice segue. Because... That's not just the icing and the cake That's just a hands down good fucking song Oh thanks And I feel like And I feel like Someone noticed it And you're being rewarded for it You know what I mean Thank you Yeah So I'm sure you've told the story a million times But How did that one How did that song wind up being the Like how did it get to that point It was not that hard Because it was a song that was already out right It was a song that had been released Yeah it had been released
2: Maybe a few months prior or something Mm -hmm. but really what happened you know i know john obviously from comedy and stuff but um
0: cool dude by the way yeah he's he's a
2: great guy and that show is fucking great it is and i hope it's on forever forever and i wish it were nightly i hope it's on forever i say that as a fan and i wish it were on every night i say that as a guy who makes royalties
0: so you get royalties i do
2: get royalties from it so what's the I but he uh, he's just that show. I mean, he was really he was great on the Daily Show. But he's just kicking so much ass.
0: Well, he's he made the right move, I think. And and
2: he's he's influential. Sure, I think he's more influential than the Daily Show has really ever been. Like he does a story, and then it affects change. You know?
0: Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Like
2: the payday loans and the chicken stuff, whatever. And then, you know, he pretty much summed up the, th- you know, the gun laws, oh, it's dude, like that the was thing great. about and that's exactly right. like one failed attempt at a shoe bombing and we're all taking our shoes off over 30 school shootings since Columbine and nothing, and you nothing. know. Nothing. And that really that's pretty much sums it up right there. Yep. Um and then there the dog's going to take a piss. Well, on the mat. On the mat though. Oh, but yeah, that's she's good, good stuff. Good in Did That, that take a
0: while for for
2: weirdly she knew how to do that like oh, right weird, out of the box like right out, of the, right out of the box <laughs> I don't know how they know but did they you do. get
0: delivered in a box were you a gift
2: but um so but so yeah the songs well Liz Stanton um whom I've known Liz worked on a show called Reverb on HBO I used to love that show man yeah around 99 2000 great show for those listening who maybe. don't
0: know what it is it's like they, it was really cool it like feature like two bands an episode and it yeah. would like show you footage, you know, from the band hanging out with the band. In fact, I remember one episode in particular, and this this also comes back to you is is two skinny jays were on an episode, right? Yeah, of yeah. Reverb, and, and I remember Eddie, seeing that. And I mean, like Eddie no eyeballs
2: way. in the band in, my, in yep. Lodge Now, yeah, I remember when they did that interview. F- Fred Armisen actually mm-hmm. interviewed them, and um I was hovering around somewhere, but. um yeah, so that show, like, I was living in Cleveland when they did that show, and I got asked to do, I wrote, like, some of the on-screen stuff and some copy for the show and whatnot, and then I weirdly ended up doing the theme song for that show, and the bumpers and stuff, and, I, you know, I, I don't really pursue that kind of work, it's just kind of like, if it comes along, whatever, I'm happy to do it, Sure. And, um... So. So what? So then that you know then she's you know, working you know show running John Oliver now. So she emailed me like, hey, we want to we're thinking about using one of your songs for, for the show. And then you know we talked on the phone. I was gonna tell her to use Go the song they use, and um, before I could even tell her, she's like, well we already caught the opening, we cut it to Go already. Oh wow! So work was, I done. was just like all right go for it you know it's a little bit more complicated than that but yeah. that's the gist of it um and uh yeah so it's it's cool so um you know it's it's uh i wish we i wish we had t- two or three other shows with you know the theme song because uh it would help me pay for t- dog food or whatever <laughs> um but, yeah, I love it, and, and and it's such a great show to be.
0: Well, it's a cool thing um, to be a part of, no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the it's grand a, scheme I can't even think of any other Things. show. I
2: would rather have my song or the band song, Valley Lodge, be the, you know, maybe if you could do uh, Better Call Saul also or something. Those are the two best shows on television. Better
0: Call Saul is really good. It so very good. rarely do you get a spinoff that's... As good. I might even like it better. Right. Maybe because I like
2: Bob Odenkirk and Michael McKeon so much. But I mean, I loved Breaking Bad and then Better Call Saul. The only thing I don't like is that with Breaking Bad, I watched it. I was so late to the party with that. So you just streamlined it. I watched it nonstop. You know, I was on tour with Janine Groffalo in the UK and I would do the show, you know, go back to wherever I was staying and start watching it at like midnight till like five in the morning then wake up at noon, watch it again <laughs> till three or four Life on the road Have yeah. some dinner, go to the show and then just start over and that's how I watched the show and then I got when I got back here then the final season was on Oh cool So now with Better Call Saul I just watched it every week like you would, one would watch a television show in olden times and um, <laughs> I just wish I, I kind of wish I could just sit and watch it all day because Bob Odenkirk is so great, he's
0: he really has shown everybody how good of a dramatic actor he can Holy be too, shit. which is great. I mean, he's obviously funny, everything, yeah. and
2: even his voice is like perfectly suited for that character. It's it like is like the scratchiness.
0: Yeah, there's something like if you only oh. heard the voice, you would be like, yeah, that would be the voice of the guy. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, totally, so good. One thing I want to talk to you about in particular, and this comes back to your album. Uh, let me turn you on, which is now available on, on special, special thing, thing records there. <laughs> there it is special thing records. um, I was partial to the marathon bit, oh because thanks. um well, if i if I say
2: why, then i'm I'm the bit. Oh, cause you're running a marathon or you're a marathon runner. Yeah,
0: I ran one. oh wow. And so when I heard that bit, it it couldn't have been any more true, right? <laughs> because until I ran one. I, it's just everybody who I knew who ran one would just never stop telling me about how they ran a marathon
2: yeah it's just such it's like um, a thing
0: and then and then I ran a marathon and it was like yeah I'm gonna tell everybody that I just yeah. ran a marathon because that shit was crazy
2: yeah people don't sh- it's true no people like it's just relentless uh it's like worse than people having children or something or puppies and my <laughs> right. people don't shut up and then but i'm a runner also like i run i've never run a marathon but like i have run enough that i feel like i can i'm making fun of my own when i make fun of mm-hmm. runners not marathon runners but i fucking hate runners i you know i run as much as i can you know a few times a week unless it's freezing out and um it's there, uh, it's just uh, such like a self. And I mean, I guess any like physical regimen is like can get pretty self-involved. But like around here, and you go along the Hudson and stuff, like any runner that tells a person who's on a sidewalk or a walking path, or if you're anywhere but on a fucking athletic track or in an actual marathon, you're not in a runner's way ever. <laughs> right. But right. they fucking always think like w- look out coming through. Yeah. Like just like when I run to to my minor credit, I stop like if there's people walking or fucking around or dilly-dallying, I don't be like, "Oh, you're fucking up my 10-minute mile." I just like stop, walk around, <laughs> continue. But people act like they're fucking like some Kenyan marathon champion or something when they're some 40 year old investment banker running <laughs> right. along the Hudson and it oh it enrages me <laughs> I hate I just hate them all and then one time uh Lucy just cropped us did the uh, did she <laughs> yeah she farts like like you've never known like
0: what do you got in there
2: I don't know what's going on, but you she have just died really, of hot
0: dogs. What are you doing? She
2: really. It's oh, I said
0: hot dogs into her head. Remarkable. Uh
2: oh. Well, you an- acknowledged her. Uh-oh. And she's like, Ooh.
0: Lucy! You can lay.
2: Oh, I smell it now, too. Yeah. You want to go home with Mark? <laughs> um, So, yeah, this one guy. It stay, was coming stay. down Sixth Avenue on the sidewalk.
0: Okay, running, Lucy. running. Yeah, settle.
2: I'm sorry. There's so much dog scolding. Oh, it's okay. In this interview, um, so this conversation. So this guy was running down Sixth Avenue. And uh, I could see he was like one of those, like he's got all like the jogger, the runners, pro gear on, you know? <laughs> has got he's the. He's done from Jackrabbit or whatever. The socks with the, the reflector strips on them. Yeah, he's and just like, he's geared. Deck to the nines. Just gear as far, you know, head to toe. And then he's like running into people. <laughs> like, like, you know, like on one of the busiest avenues. Yeah, you, just you know, like you know, it's like it's like a rush hour or whatever. Like people are getting out of work and going home, and he's bumping into people. Like I got him, you know, I'm going for perfect time or whatever. <laughs> I've got to get I this done by seven. I see <laughs> him bumping into people, so I was like, I'm not gonna do anything, to this guy. But I'm gonna, if he bumps into me, gonna I'm gonna him? be ready for it. <laughs> right. So I just like tensed up my, you know, I do a lot of core work, as you can imagine.
0: And you're also a hockey player. I'm a hockey
2: player. You could stand. I don't do core work, but I am a hockey player (laughs) or was a hockey player. And so I just like was ready for it when he ran into me. So sure enough, he comes along and he like bangs into me with his shoulder. But I was like, I kind of stepped into it because I saw it coming, and I fucking floored him. And I was, and he just looked at me like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" Like there was nothing he could say, because he was like, you know, he. We both knew, like, "Oh, you're a fucking <laughs> asshole for running down Sixth Avenue, <laughs> bumping into people because you're out for a jog."
0: Oh, did it, were people applauding?
2: Like, was it in front of like a restaurant? Everyone then picked me up, <laughs> right? Carried me
0: to the store with the torches over their shoulders. <laughs> right
2: um but no it's a proud moment for me it was a low moment and yet a proud moment
0: Uh, but a but a moment that needed to happen you know
2: i'm not i'm not above handing out my own brand of swift
0: justice tasteful nudes a book you put out also available now everyone if you haven't checked it out please do yes please it's a lot of fun all right mr dave hill thank you mark good to see you man you too thanks for coming over all right, that was Dave Hill joining us right here on the podcast. Uh, so what do we got coming up uh, Like just in life? Well, like I
1: mentioned before, we're giving away some Laugh Button tickets on yeah. the, uh, the Laugh Button.com. Uh, Lewis, Lewis Black tickets on the Laugh uh, running a bunch of contests going through the new year. We're heading to Comic-Con, yeah, can we make Yeah,
0: al- can we talk about stuff yet? I mean, like yet?
1: Comic-Con's happening. New York Comedy Fest is happening. We'll have presences at both of those. Yeah. The end of the year is happening. Like we, got, we, got happening. we got stuff. We got stuff in got We need to figure ones. out a duo Halloween costume, like you and me. Yeah. Yeah Like comedy duos Like not Laurel and Hardy How about even this Even though I'm
0: the fat one You're the skinny one <laughs> How um. about this We can do uh, you as a child And me as your invisible best friend Wanna we'll do that And I just won't be there How about <laughs> Just kidding. How, about, yes. how about like We do some Big
1: Hero 6 bullshit And I'm the I'm, What's Baymax Is that his name I'll be Baymax Do-lo-lo-lo. Yeah, yeah. What so, a great movie Love yeah, yeah. that movie So why don't we, uh, yeah, we Why don't we take some suggestions Solidify the Let's the take term. some suggestions mm-hmm. From our fans Uh to have Mark and Matt pre- Halloween duo ha- comedy pair. Comedy and and none of this Halloween like costumes. plug
0: socket, ca- you know, plug case. Like no, nothing no no, 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 I'm talking weird. about like a legitimate comedy duo. Sklar Brothers? You want to go as the Sklar Brothers?
1: I'll put on glasses and you don't wear glasses. Wait, we could go as uh, Simon Pegg and, and Nick Frost? We could go as Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. That'd be kind of funny. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need some ideas. Also because it's back to school, dude. 14%, uh, $14 t-shirts our web store. Right That's now. awesome, the, yeah, man. Yeah, for the end of the week. I'm so going to have to buy some of those stock right up. Inside. Speaking of our t-shirts, I was wearing the Carlin Hicks, Pryor, and Bruce yes. t-shirt at the Impractical Jokers thing. Some dude runs up to me and goes, I need that shirt. Like, it wasn't like, hey man, it's a cool shirt. Where'd you get it from? It was like, if you don't give me your Wait, shirt. Wait, did he say it
0: like the Keymaster?
1: No, like, no, no, <laughs> no. He didn't say it as, as aggressive like
0: that, but it was
1: like, it was almost like he's like, if you don't tell me where to get that shirt, I'm going to take yours. Wow. He was like, I need that shirt. So wow. I was like, hey, dude. But Go then we ahead.
0: sold one the very next day and yeah. it was
1: like it had to be that guy. I'm assuming it's him or the woman who ran into us in the street and was like, Who are they? So anyway, yeah. So uh, <laughs> back to school sale, let's call it in our in our merch store. The slash merch, you can visit our merch store and get some uh some, some discounted t shirts to look fly for the, the honeys and, and the titches.
0: And if you're a chemistry major, there's one <laughs> one particular shirt for you. Or so. if you're a design major, there's a shirt for you as yes. well. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Laugh Button Podcast. Thank you for listening, as always. Tell your friends about it. Uh, you got to download it, rate it, review it, subscribe, share. Uh, look, we're uh, trending still on... Uh, still new and new worthy on iTunes podcast. Yeah, we're doing all right. So that means people care and they're liking it. So uh, tell everyone to like it, and then they'll go, Oh, my God, I do. I like it. It's right great. A, so, write a review for us on iTunes.
1: Rate us. I'll send you a cookies. I won't send you cookies. They won't I was going to say, you ass. better... I, I, I might send you stuff that's not cookies, that's not edible. Okay. Because like I'll eat whatever is on my We desk. could
0: go as a black and white cookie. <laughs> Why don't we go as the marble rye from Seinfeld? <laughs> That's what we go as. <laughs> All right. Talk to everyone later.